All right. So, Justin, we've discussed doing a four-park challenge, which is essentially going to all four parks in one day. Yeah. I want to present to you an idea for a prize for completing the four-park challenge. Oh, yeah. Okay. Is your seatbelt on? My seatbelt is fastened. Is the car in park? The car is in park. Trey is in the uplight. Darwin is buckled in. Yes. Okay. (laughs) All right. The prize is you have to do four days in none of the parks. (laughs) Wait. Okay, yeah. so f- it's a flip. Well, I do like 365 days a year mm-hmm. in none of the parks. Well, here's so the catch. So I feel like this is going to so be easy. So it can be di- no. It, you, there's plenty of Disney things, but it's just not in the theme parks, right? Oh. Because the idea here is really to do four th- of the parks in one day. But there's so many other Disney things. So I'm saying the challenge would be the inverse, which is no four Disney days, parks. No Disney parks. No. Oh wow! And it's cheap too. You don't have to buy tickets. <laughs> it's cheap. All right, I'm in. Hello there, my friends, and welcome to the Easy Dizit Podcast, a podcast all about travel planning and Disney entertainment through the lens of mindfulness, behavioral health, and humor. I'm Justin, a hyper-nerd travel planner and a behavior analyst. And I'm Autumn, a clinical social worker and a new-to-Disney enthusiast. We really hope you enjoyed the show today. We've got a special running for anyone who really likes the show, as a matter of fact. So if you, if you like or love the show and you leave a five-star review on iTunes or Apple Podcast, you get access to not just this episode, but every single episode that comes before it. So special. Uh, Just go ahead and leave that review and you have access. (laughs) So today on the show, I'm chatting with Katie from Unlocking the Magic Travel. We're going to talk about why she loves Disney, a bit about her experience traveling with her own child with significant needs, and how she helps families of all types plan their best vacations. But first, we've got news, trivia, and mailbag with the person who Chef Art Smith stole his fried chicken recipe from. Yeah, Autumn. It was your recipe, Autumn, was it not? He took it. And I'm mad about it. I know you're mad about it. Yeah, I'm mad. Um, So, again, uh, Chef Art Smith is on my mind because we're looking at uh, Disney Springs Restaurant for an upcoming trip. Yeah. Well, a lot of restaurants. It's hard. It's a short trip, so we have to narrow it down to, like, one or two. But there's – we have, like, the top two – one of the two top is definitely happening. Yeah. So I think Disney – so, first, I think this trip is now at about 90%. I mean, we have bookings. We have tickets. I mean, nothing's 100%, but – yeah, but what are you most excited about uh, in this upcoming trip, Autumn? Yes. Okay. So I am excited. I like competition, and Mm -hmm. I like doing things that people think that – I can't do yes. or that people don't do. So yes. I love the idea of this challenge. Mm-hmm. I'm super excited about Dooney and Burke because this mm-hmm. is something what? else that brought my interest, this Dooney and Burke, as a part of our four-part challenge. Yes. So you're talking about this Dooney and Burke challenge where we have to visit the Dooney and Burke location in each of the four Disney World parks. Yes. One of them. Two of the parks do have multiple locations. That's unnecessary. Okay. We're just going to do one. At least one. In, in all four parks. So yes. that's the plan in one day. In one day. And Justin and I did a nice like almost five and a half mile walk today and I gotta mm-hmm. tell you I'm sore Yeah, and we have to prep because it's gonna be approximately 17, 18 miles in one day yeah well if you, if you go back a couple episodes and listen to Ben's discussion of his four park challenge he walked 17 miles yeah. so I don't know if we'll walk as much as Ben but I, I think you know at least at least 12, 15 miles I know my steps are gonna be high because I walk fast yeah I'm a fast walk like, he, he added on the walk from Hollywood Studios to Epcot, that's about a walk, uh, and oh. a mile uh, walk, too. So if we take the bus, that shaves a mile off. Sure. 
So it's a lot. So we're prepping, we're prepping for that. So I'm excited about the challenge. I'm excited about the Junienberg. And I would say I'm excited. It'll be interesting to be there and not be pregnant. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm really excited about some of the food and the drink because we didn't, there's so much there in Disney to explore. Yeah. And so that's something I've wanted to take my time and do. And I'm particularly excited about going to Homecoming. Yeah. Yeah. So Homecoming, we're, for that first day, we're thinking Disney Springs. We'll just talk about the first day today. Disney Springs and uh, check out uh, Chef Art's Homecoming. We're looking at the fried chicken plate there. Yep. I mean, if anyone else has any suggestions for Chef Art's Homecoming, we're looking at. Let uh, us we'd know. love to take them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. EasyDizitPodcast at gmail.com or, or get us on Instagram at EasyDizit. Mm-hmm. And then probably, sh- you know, share that and share mac and cheese because from what I'm hearing from everybody is this stuff is really filling. Mm hmm. So we probably don't need our own plates. Right. Yeah. That seems like the videos I've seen is it's shared. It's I like, haven't seen anyone eat their own plate yet. It was like three pieces of chicken on that plate, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Like oh, a wow. like a th- but like yeah. yeah big Plus pieces. mashed potatoes and a biscuit. Mm-hmm. And then we get the mac as a mac and cheese as a side. I think I think we'll be good. Exciting. And then maybe head over to the Edison a little, you know, walk around, but I yeah. really want to check out this steampunk Edison, Edison vibe. And drinks. There's a lot of cool looking and, mm-hmm. and tasty seeming drinks in yes. it throughout Disney. Yes, expensive drinks. That are also expensive. <laughs> and so, um, you know, it will be nice. And and Wynn's not coming. Wynn's first time will, will look, looks like it will be next summer. Yeah. Um, so we're going to do the things that, you know, would be harder to do with a small child. Yeah, we're going to adult this trip pretty <laughs> yes, hard. Yes, it's an adult Disney trip. For sure. Yeah, they, like uh, the Edison has some cocktails. I think they're called like mm-hmm. the high roller cocktails, like in the $30 range. Mm-hmm. And uh, some of the other places we're looking at, like that's not uncommon to ha- for restaurants to have like these really high end cocktails, right? Which I don't, yeah. I don't know if we'll go there, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. We're, we're tweaking the budget. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, are you ready okay. to get into some highly suspect headlines? Yes, I am. All right, let me explain how highly suspect headlines work on the Easy Dizzy Podcast. That's helpful. It's how we do the news. <laughs> Only I'm going to read the news, but some of these news headlines, well, they're highly suspect, meaning eh, might not be true. So you at home and Autumn here in the studio have to determine which are true and which are false. And if you're not right, well, you're just going to be real disappointed in yourself. <laughs> I got gotcha. Yeah. All right. Ready for the first headline? Yes, I am. My Disney Experience app crashes on day one of Cosmic Rewind opening. Crashes on day one. Hmm. There were no lanes for that, I thought. Uh, well, I'll give you the... So there is... Yes, there are virtual queues at 7 a.m. and 1 p.m. and 6 p.m. on certain days. Yes, I'm going to say that's and true. And then there are individual lightning lane selections there as is. well. Okay, okay. Um, yes, true. False. It actually did not. Oh. <laughs> Why did you say true? Because it's a new ride. Yeah. And it would make sense that Disney things crash. <laughs> yes, they definitely. do. Uh, you know, day one of Genie Plus. Yes. The, what the internet went down. Yeah. Or, or something like that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the rides go down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It happens, yeah, it happens. No, but it didn't this time. It actually went really well. Oh. Um, the virtual queues, so this is the one you don't have to pay for. There's a couple of different ways to get on the ride. You can right. use a virtual queue at 7 a.m. or 1 p.m. That is free and or included with your, your park p- pass for the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but those went in seconds, just like okay. Rise of the Resistance used to. Okay. And the individual lightning lanes went in minutes, which could have been worse. It could have went in seconds, too. So that's... Second. That means if you're willing to pay the money, you have a chance of riding this ride. Would you... I wonder what the percentage of the chance is still, because that's very quick. Well, if you're on at 7 a.m., you should be able to get it within minutes if you're one of those first people on at 7 a.m., as long as your phone doesn't crash on you. Mm -hmm. And I don't imagine there being um, a busier day than opening day. You know, maybe 4th of July. 
Yeah, well, right, because opening day wasn't necessarily like schools aren't out yet. Mm -hmm. I assume there's going to be busier days. So how much do you think that these individual lightning lanes cost? Oh, 20 bucks? Not that bad, actually. And that's what I thought. They might be 20 or 20 and up. 25. 17, which is the highest for, you know, Disney World so far. That's higher than Rise of the Resistance. But yeah, $17. Something that was less than I expected. Yeah. How often does that happen? Never. All right. Are you ready for the next headline? I'm ready. Imagineer reveals Guardians of the Galaxy coaster design was originally based on the Big Bang. Hmm. Like the Big Bang? Mm Mm-hmm. Like not intellectual property, just a Big Bang coaster. Oh, true? This is true. So just a couple days ago, um, Uh Wyatt Winter got on the D23 Inside Disney podcast. Okay. And he mentioned, yeah, they were working on like this Omni-Coaster design, and the idea was that it would be around a Big Bang. Uh, But uh, it didn't happen until... Someone said, hey, we need a Guardians of the Galaxy coaster, <laughs> uh, which makes sense. I mean, this that coaster's expensive. You know, yeah. the, 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 like Disney hasn't announced this, but uh, Bloomberg cites Dennis Spiegel, an industry consultant, saying mm-hmm. that, the co- the, that the Guardians of the Galaxy coaster probably cost over $500 million to build. Half a billion dollars what? to build this coaster. So I can see oh, Disney wow. not wanting to sink that on like a new idea. You know, like, oh, yeah, Big Bang. There's so no many idea. science people out there. They love Big Bang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow. That would be interesting data to look at, the average costs of the other rides. It's definitely, this would put would it, be interesting. this would put it as one of the most expensive coasters in the world. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I got to check this thing out. Obviously, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy, this is intellectual property. How do you personally feel about intellectual property in rides inside Epcot? Because like you're hmm. you're you're like new to Disney, right? So this might not even like register as something weird for you, right? Like, is it weird for you that like Frozen is in Epcot or Guardians of the Galaxy? Frozen, I get because I guess it's supposed to be from a European country, yeah. And you have the what about Remy? He's from France. Yeah, no, the, I would say some of the things that are a little, I guess, might be the difference, and that's why the park is split between like the World Showcase International Epcot and then like. Epcot that is more park or ride, yeah. you know, oriented. Um, like, so I understand it, but I've definitely, I think the thing that confuses me more sometimes is like what rides are in certain parks. Yeah. Like some things you're like, oh, wouldn't that be an Epcot? And it's like, no, that's in Tomorrowland. Yeah. And you're just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I bring that up because yeah. like a lot of people that, and I wouldn't consider myself one because I, it's not like I went to Disney a bunch of when I was a kid. A lot of people are like, no, Epcot should be the Epcot purist, if you will. There shouldn't be any intellectual property in Epcot. Because when it was designed, that's the way it was designed. The intellectual property, the cartoon characters were all in Magic Kingdom. And Epcot was about, like, the real world, basically. The real world of the future and the real world of the present around the world. world So I understand that. I am much more of a real world person. You are. Why I don't... The parks that I like the most, Animal Kingdom and Epcot... I like because they aren't, they're real, they're much more real world than like Magic Kingdom. Yeah. I don't, I'm not into that as much. So like I would appreciate it. It wouldn't bother me if those things went yeah. away in Epcot. So yeah, that aspect I get. So if you were born in the 60s and went to Epcot in the 70s and 80s, you actually might be a pretty hardcore Epcot purist. I I feel like I am. I, w- yeah. I would love to look more into that. <laughs> I didn't know that was You're gonna join a, a term faction. for a group of people. <laughs> but no, I, I love that. That's what I, the things about the park that I enjoy the most are what you would I guess would fit into that yeah. purist less um, 
less. I don't want to even say less fantasy because yeah. maybe, but but I feel like there is some fantasy that is real. Yes. I feel like Pandora is a real Interesting. design. Is not frozen. I don't know why. Yeah. Maybe it's the the because they're it, they're like designed to be real. You yeah. know what I mean? Like frozen characters. And they There's, attempt to explain the magical effects in scientific terms, where like sure it doesn't like frozen doesn't like else is just magic. Whereas in Pandora, the mountains are floating because of unobtainium, which is a ridiculous name. Yeah, it, right. <laughs> which I yeah. I take issue to that, sir. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I appreciate the fantasy. I guess I also feel like I see fantasy in real. Like I like there is something majestic to me about we're getting too deep this is a disney podcast <laughs> <laughs> all right cut me off all right next one <laughs> next headline on the heels of cosmic rewind success rumors swirl mm-hmm. about an iron man attraction being added to disney world so that's insane that there isn't already an iron man when we think about it like mm. iron man probably we know is one of the highest grossing yeah. one of the five highest grossing and is like the key to the avengers i feel like a lot of people yeah. see him as yeah uh, so read it one more time, please. On the heels of Cosmic Rewind success, rumors swirl about Iron Man attraction being added to Disney World. Rumors. I believe that's true. We don't have facts. It's a rumor. Sure, people could have rumored that. It's false. <laughs> we, no, come on. It's false. You can prove that that's not a rumor well, somewhere? Kind of, yes. So let's talk about <laughs> okay. it. Because you said, you said, like, why? And a lot of our listeners might not know this, too. You said, like, why isn't there an Iron Man? If there needs to be, if there's Guardians, why isn't there's there Iron so Man? Yeah. Well, there's something, uh, there's contract law. There's a contract. So in 1994, Marvel Entertainment Group entered into a binding contract with Universal Studios. And they said, yes, Universal Studios, you can use Marvel characters in your park and you're going to have exclusive rights. Okay. And for a while it was actually global, but those went away. Now it's just, they have access in Orlando specifically. Right. And East Coast theme parks in perpetuity. So this contract exists until it is broken, where they have exclusive rights mm. to all the characters and the villains that fight with those characters that they had in the parks when it was signed. So that but aren't but I'm confused because there are some Marvel in in Disney because Disney, Disney Land. now owns Marvel in Disneyland. That's right. So in 2009, Disney bought Marvel, but right. the contract that Universal had with Marvel doesn't dissolve. It came along with buying Marvel. So now Disney is the other side of that contract, but they have a contract with Universal saying that they won't use Disney in their, they won't use Marvel in their parks in Orlando. The Guardians of the Galaxy is Marvel. Yes. Guardians of the Galaxy is Marvel. So you say, well, how did they get away with yes. that? Well. That didn't exist when that contract it was. It did exist. Like Guardians of the Galaxy oh. existed in the comic books. Sure. It was in the Marvel Universe, but this contract talked about the rides that were there. And the, and the families, also it, not just like the characters that were there, but characters in the quote, families, which is kind of a loose term. Yeah, and the, so the, the four <laughs> families would have been the Avengers, X-Men, Spider-Man, and Fantastic Four. So all the characters associated with those, and including the villains, cannot be used outside of Universal Studios. Oh, but interesting. I'm, right? So but, the others can? The others can, but... Think, let's think again it's now. still not. <laughs> We've seen the Avengers movies, right? Yes. Are Gad- Guardians of the Galaxies inside the Avengers movies? No. Yes. Yes. Oh, they are. They, they are do. Later they come on. in. They, they come, come in. in. They come in. They come in. Exactly. So okay. that was led to continued discussion back in the day in 2016, but where they were still talking about this as a rumor, 
can they get away with this? And I guess they figured it out that yes, they can. And it is, I think, because Guardians of the Galaxy came into the universe after this contract, came into the Avengers family after this contract was signed. And it's also a question right. is, are they really part of the Avengers or did they just kind of hook up with the Avengers for a minute? Right. I don't yeah. see them as the Guardians of their own group. I yeah. think they're their own family. Yeah. That partners but, with the but Avengers. But Thor, Thor did go hang out with the... So maybe... Thor is Thor now Thor no is longer. An Avenger, but, but is he also, no longer an Avenger because he hangs out with the Guardians? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. This is really interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting, right? How like what is So basically what? Guardians is the only big property that Disney could put in Disney World legally. And why is this not the case in Disneyland? Because the they only Universal only got the rights in perpetuity, which means like basically forever yeah, right. in Orlando. They had global rights for a while, but those expired. Can that so how how do they you can't end in perpetuity? Nothing can break that? If, if you break the contract. So there's a couple stipulations oh. in there. I don't remember them off the top of my head. I think one of them is if Marvel feels that Universal is like hurting their characters, they can pull out. So I guess if oh. Disney says like you're doing a you're not keeping these rides up to date because have you're to making prove our that. you're yeah. making our brand look bad, um, and there, there's a couple other ones. Um, oh, okay. But I, I and people talk of that you know Universal eventually is going to sell these rights back, and I wouldn't be terribly surprised right. if they did. Yeah. Like yeah, I'm sure they make good money off. Um, what is it called? Superhero the the part of yeah. Island's Adventure where their their Marvel comics are, but also they're kind of providing free advertisement for a par- property of their major competitor. Right. That's <laughs> you know? a, that definitely puts them in a good... Exactly. Yeah. How much like more money do you want? when you're at the other park, how much are they enjoying an actual Disney product? Yeah, That's exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And like, how much more money yeah. do you want to sink into that? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. I will say that there there are Iron Man... Uh, ex- there are Iron Man rides in other Disney parks, though. Disney... Uh, the Disneyland in Hong Kong has the Iron Man experience... It kind of looks like a Star Tours type thing. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah, I would love for Iron Man. Yeah. I bet this is one of those queasy rides. Mm. And then actually, so uh, the rock and roller coaster in Disneyland Paris yes. is getting rethemed to Iron Man. So there will be an Iron Man coaster that in Disneyland Paris. That makes sense. I can, like, the flow of that ride, you, I see how you could be, like, Iron Man, like, flying. Yeah, yeah. I think it would be cool. Indoor roller coaster, easy to do, right? No, it is because it is amazing. Think about it. I'm like, oh, how is there no Iron Man in Disney? Because it's illegal. Ah, okay. (laughs) All right, right. last headline. I'm ready. Woman reports $40,000 in charges after losing Apple Watch at Epcot. Oh, now the Apple Watch connects to pay. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, we were just talking about Apple Pay today. We were. $40,000 reports, 40000 in charges. And fraudulent charges. Yep. I mean, that's very feasible. <laughs> I mean, I guess 40000 is a lot, but not if you... I mean... Hmm. I have some more questions that I can't ask. It is a lot of money. It is a lot of money. False. This is true. Oh. Yeah, this happened. Uh, yeah, it was a, she had an American Express card with an unlimited limit attached to the to the watch. Yeah, and I guess it was like a thirteen hundred dollar watch too. It was like a nice model. Yeah. Who has that card? <laughs> this, this, Why is an American Express unlimited card? Uh, some guests, Jay Z. Some guests of Disney World Resort. Yeah. <laughs> Who can, that's well, what I want to know. It doesn't matter well, how big your credit is. That's I, a, I read mm. the sheriff report. You know where, where they went 
to talk yes, to her? Yes. Guess which hotel she was at. Oh, Floridian? No, the contemporary. Polynesian? One step okay. below the Floridian. Yeah, okay. She was at the contemporary. So yeah, this 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 lines up. Yeah. But you know what? Raucous ride ripped this watch right off her wrist. No. Uh, the seas with Nemo and friends. Stop <laughs> it. We did that ride. No way. Apparently, she, there's a quote here. She, her watch popped off when she began fidgeting with it and it fell through the graded floor. Oh, yeah. Well, she took it off, basically. It, yeah, it, it popped off. I think, it yeah. So her husband jumps off the ride because he's like, shoot, that's an expensive oh, watch. Oh, no, that's dangerous. You know you're not allowed to jump. They Even to stop that's, the ride. Yeah, exactly. It's a slow ride. You know, but yeah, he jumped off and he got in trouble. Couldn't get the watch. Uh, the cast member said they're gonna get the watch and send it to your hotel. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Hours later, she I gets she goes right back to the hotel, reports it, uh, but she starts getting these Amex charges. Come on, no. Who who else would have been able to get? It would have been a cast member. Kind of sketchy, right? Doesn't say. Oh yeah. They're, they're, they reported no details on investigation. No, there are no suspects at this no point. No person could have gotten that list. Was there somebody else that tried to jump out and get it and noticed that he? Right. Yeah. Kind of a little sketchy. Yeah. Like, there had to be a cast member that was looking for it. Yeah. You know, right. once they stopped the ride. All right, those are the four Epcot headlines of the week. So you didn't mention one that I thought was going to come up when oh, yeah. we talked earlier. There was a girl that was asked, because of her top was inappropriate, was asked to leave or have her top. And I think that was an Epcot. Oh, yeah. So that's been a thing here. That's been a thing recently. And and it really wasn't like, I was like, did it have bad swears or something really? No, no it was just like a, a 90s. Crop top with uh, a little bit of side. Crop top. Not even like super, like there wasn't a whole lot. So it this is been the much, thing. I was surprised. I was really surprised. I was like, okay, I could have worn that top 10 years ago. Thank you for bringing this up, <laughs> Autumn, because yeah. Disney does have dress code policies, right? Yeah. And there was a TikTok video talking about how I went to Disneyland and I got a free shirt because my shirt was too, my shirt was too short. And it got popular and people started doing this more, showing up in like okay. crop tops and stuff and they get like a free shirt because Disney doesn't want to make you mad and they want, but they also can't let you go in with some shirts. Yeah. So they basically give you a credit for a free shirt at the Emporium. And, but people got wind of this because of this TikTok video and everyone was doing it. So now they're like, oh. no, you just need to go back to the hotel. They're no longer doing the free shirts. Oh, wow. Yeah, people are getting turned away. Wow. So yeah, maybe that's no, what you I heard there. I was surprised. And she, was, and she like, it was like a five second video. I was just headed into Disney and yeah. I was told my top is inappropriate and yeah. I gotta go. And I'm like, oh. Bummer. Surprised. All right. So now it's time for A Stumps J, where I, Autumn, try to stump my husband, Justin. Which hasn't happened sitting yet. Sitting across from me with some facts, a whole range of facts and trivia uh, related to Disney World, Disneyland, Universal, cruises, anything I can find. Or makeup. I'm <laughs> sure. <laughs> If it's, Just if, it, if it's Disney makeup, then it counts. No, all of Autumn's uh, trivia is highly factual. <laughs> it is. <laughs> all right, so we're going to talk a little bit more about this four-park challenge, right? Okay. So there's this four-park challenge that exists, again, doing all four parks in one day. Mm-hmm. What is something that Disney sometimes surprises guests who, who complete this four-park challenge with? Oh, I didn't know this is a thing. There's a surprise that Yes, I was like, Justin doesn't oh, know this because he would have brought this. this up. Yeah, and I was like, how could they know? this but they track everyone they know exactly where yeah. we are at any moment oh i'm gonna put it so in they our, know i'm gonna put it in they know every day too. who does four park challenges yep okay i'm gonna make note of it um let's say they oh they give you a, a, a pair of dr shoals insoles that would be dope <laughs> or like with a disney character insoles yeah. that actually would be really cool that's a great idea it's not that no um okay yeah they give you like a uh uh 
a foot bath full of ice. <laughs> no? That is something you might need, though, after doing this. Okay, a, a, a tall iced coffee from Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. No. Go ahead, tell me. It's uh, sometimes they surprise guests with a certificate. And the certificate uh, states specifically that you have completed this four-part challenge. Wow. Yeah, How so you cool have like that? nice something nice to actually bring home, a souvenir. So let's do nice. a little experiment. In, my, in, uh, in the booking, I'm going to put for celebration yeah. that we're doing the four-part challenge. I'll make sure that that's yes. on a note somewhere. Oh, yeah. in a pin, and then we have the traffic too. Yeah, I know. I think that would be great. All right, ready for number two? Ready for number two. All right, so this next one is about the fantasy parade, which takes place in Magic Kingdom every day in the mm-hmm. afternoon between one and two o'clock, I think. Mm-hmm. Otherwise known as when I'd be riding Splash Mountain. That's right. <laughs> and a fun fact is that some of the floats in the parade might seem familiar. Okay. Okay. Two of the floats in the Magic Kingdom daily parade also appear in what other Disney parks? Two of the floats also appear in what other Disney parks? Mm-hmm. Uh, Disneyland. No. Really? No. What are the floats? like? Oh, so the, yeah, that's a good question. Okay, so the floats are the Princess Garden float with Belle, Cinderella, Tiana, and Anna. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mickey's Airship. Okay. Um, those two. So it features two, the Magic Kingdom Parade features two floats that also appear in what other Disney park? Two of the floats <laughs> appear in another park. Yeah. I don't know. That, and it's but, not but Disneyland. Fact, I just figured it would be Disneyland. Nope. It's not in America. Okay. Uh, Hong Kong Disney. Nope. But you're closer. Shanghai Disney. Tokyo Disneyland. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay interesting. Isn't that neat? I would I have thought, thought there'd cool. be more overlap, but only three, huh? Only three. Interesting. Okay. All right. So this is another fact about the Magic Kingdom Fantasy Parade. Okay. So the parade is the first to utilize this kind of base. A swinging base? Like a pendulous, a pendulum base? I think that might, I think that, I'm gonna give that to you. I'm thinking of the the tangled uh, float with the swinging hammers, right? You're getting close. It's not that, but it's the same idea. I I should have looked this up actually. (laughs) But uh, yeah, I think it's, you said moving. Give me something I can use. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you. I'm going to give this to you. Disney. For, for Disney, it was the first to utilize a bending chassis space. Oh, chassis. chassis. A bending chassis base? A bending chassis. Is it chassis? Chassis, yeah. Oh, it's not chassis. A <laughs> bending chassis base. And this is for uh, Maleficent, that fire-breathing dragon, which oh, is dope. Oh, yeah. So Maleficent can actually go. But I was like, that is so cool. Because okay. I was like, I didn't see this dragon. I don't remember. And then I saw a close-up, and I'm like, I remember that dragon was so cool. I don't remember the fire, though. I feel like it didn't breathe fire when yeah. where we were. I'm not sure if I remember seeing fire, yeah. But yeah, neat, huh? That is neat. Isn't that neat? So the first, I just thought that was a cool mechanical trivia piece. All right, you ready for the last stump? I'm ready for the last stump. All right, so this also relates to the Festival Fantasy Parade. (laughs) I was in a parade mood. All right, the parade features a cast of more than blank amount. Oh, jeez Louise. (laughs) Here, answer these impossible questions about a thing you hate. (laughs) But it's also a Disney thing you hate. It is a Disney thing I... I, So you hate it a little less than other uh, parades. All right, so I guess I can't even say hate. Uh, Actively avoid. Here is a Disney thing you actively avoid. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tell me more. Um, Okay, what was the question? A cast cast of more than, but how many, like, estimate how many casts? Uh, 200 unfortunate souls. No, that's too many. Let's say 125. Oh, that's very close. Incorrect. 
Post but no cigar. What is it? 100. 100. That's basically that's correct. Yeah. 25% off. Yeah. That's Come on. Yeah. Margin of error. That's, See, when you say it that way, I'm like, oh, yeah, he was off. But when I, in my brain, you were but I don't have a math brain. All right, so that's the end of Ace Stumps J for today. We had a we had a Magic Kingdom parade focus, but I think there were some really interesting facts in there. Particular no, for me, I was thrilled I by I was thrilled by the that you could get like Disney acknowledges the four uh, the four cool. park challenge thing. There was right? one interesting fact in there, and three <laughs> things about something I dislike a great deal and actively avoid. Fair. So thanks for that. <laughs> Should we uh, do a little bit of mailbag? I got a little mailbag. bit of mailbag. A little bit of mailbag. So I made some uh, some reels this week, and I got some interesting comments. I made a reel about uh, well, it's just it was just short clips of different Disneyland rides. Okay. And one of them was the carousel, and I actually didn't notice this when I first made it, but I got a comment here. I can't name all the rides, but I find the guy riding the carousel with his arms crossed especially entertaining. So it's like a second clip, but you see the guy, he's got like, he's so not enjoying the carousel, (laughs) and you just see him like cross his arms in that split second. Yeah, he's just like, ah, this is not fun. Oh no. (laughs) So that was fun. So thank you, Judy the Butterfly, for pointing that out. And actually, uh, Judy the Butterfly made another observation in one of these videos. Yeah. I made a reel uh, featuring the Matterhorn in Disneyland. Yeah. And she says, I feel bad for the kids that are holding the adults' hands like the adults got four strides on them. Because, like, this is rope drop. And you're not supposed to run at rope drop. So, like, this particular mom hold it. She's taking big steps. (laughs) The kid is kind of, like, jogging behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's definitely some adults. Like, I got evidence, video evidence of people running at rope drop, which is highly illegal. I know, I know. We we saw it, too, though, when we were there. I might have ran a little bit. You had a you had a light you had a very light jog. Yes, there was minimal we contact with the ground. We were doing more than walking. Yeah, actually. but my my response here is, yeah, but like eight year old Justin does not mind getting dragged. You know, I'm like, <laughs> pull me harder, let's go. I don't want to walk. <laughs> All right, so that's mailbag. All right, that's awesome. And again, so Justin and I were talking earlier today, so I want to put this out to any listeners if you know anyone. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about the next time we go, going to the wedding, what's it called, Justin? Yeah, we want to check out the wedding pavilion. The wedding pavilion. And we would really love to hear and just chat with someone that has either been to or had themselves a Disney wedding. Yeah. We don't know. Whether it was you or you know someone that you can hook us up with. Yeah. That would be yeah. awesome to hear about. Please write in. EasyDizitPodcast at gmail.com. That's it. Or at EasyDizit on Instagram. Yeah. Thank you, everyone. And up next. Oh, that's right. We've got Katie yeah. on. Who's yeah. going to have some really good information. Yeah. We're going to talk to Katie from Unlocking the Magic Travel about travel to Disney World, planning travel to Disney World. She's got a lot of great information on planning travel for people with special needs. All right. Thanks, Katie. Bye, everyone. So I started off the conversation asking Katie, how's the travel planning going? It's really taken off. And I think that like just helping some of these families that have special needs drop their, you know, their guard and go and travel. I mean, that's it for me. So, yeah. And I've I've had two so far that were like, we were so scared to travel. But to kind of have you there is just like you know, a a voice of support, reassurance, and then some planning too, right? Yes. We go over any triggers or things that that a child might find uncomfortable. And then 
talk about what areas maybe to avoid or even how to start their trip. And then we talk about taking breaks and then just the step-by-step of really what to do. Like let's, you know, and then we've created that fun little, I've gotten a lot of compliments on that. About, oh, really? The uh, visual story. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's great. And I've had a mom that's like, can you make it even bigger visual yeah. story? And it's <laughs> like, okay, so we'll need to get on that. Yeah, absolutely. So you you mentioned uh, taking breaks, and I, that reminded me of a video I saw you did where you were in Hollywood Studios, yeah. and you just, you found a spot. You just found like a nice spot where you could sit, and it was much less, because these parks can be so stimulating. Yes. So to have that kind of, um, I'm thinking if, if I was planning for a trip and I had a child with special needs and I knew that my child needed a place to calm down, just I'd be glad to have you in my corner basically with that oh, information thanks. that you have. Yeah. Thanks. I mean, when you're in the heat of the moment, like I've gone like that day, I, I found it and I wasn't with my daughter. Mm-hmm. But when you're in the heat of the moment and like your child, you know, might be about to have a breakdown or just mm-hmm. getting overstimulated and you just want to sit down and let their brain catch up. Yeah. You're not thinking about it. So if I can sit there and just point it out, like you said, you might, it might be entering the galaxy's edge or yeah. leaving, which my daughter always gets very overstimulated there. Yeah. So it's, it was right there at the Muppets. So right outside. And so, you know, hopefully someone will be like, yes, Katie, <laughs> you point that out. All right. It is a, a quiet spot just for a few minutes. It, it was I think they let out like every five to 10 minutes Yeah. there. So how do you feel about the Muppets, Katie? I, you know, the first time I did that attraction was just about a month ago. Okay. Okay. What was your impression? <laughs> I grew up on the Muppets, so I feel like it holds a little place in my heart. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But I don't think my daughter cares too much about it. <laughs> gotcha. So, gotcha. It's kind of dated. It's a hundred percent nostalgia for me. I, I, you know, I love it, but I yeah. get I get why, like, maybe someone who's, like, 22 going to the parks might not identify it the way I do, personally. Yeah, and the kids, I just don't think that they get, like, the humor of the two, gosh, I don't even the two Waldorf and the other guy, yeah. Yeah, the other guy. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I do think it's, it was funny. I went with, um... Kelly that we work yeah. with and yes. she's like you have to try you have to just meet me here just just try it <laughs> yeah. it was funny it was a good like okay I've done it and you know maybe yeah. I don't have to do it again yeah I remember when I was a kid I was terrified of 3d things I always did them but I would always like rip my glasses off when something came flying at me <laughs> I couldn't separate, you know, the yeah. fantasy from reality at the as a young age. Hey, even like like we do Ratatouille, and my daughter has a vision impairment. Okay. And we don't take those gla- we don't put the glasses on her, and she mm-hmm. still enjoys it. Yeah, so. we, you're getting kind of whipped around on that one, right? They, oh yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. It's, she li- she likes the movement. Oh yeah, she's my thrill seeker, <laughs> and I am not. I don't do the roller coasters. No, no. not at all. No. The same with Autumn. Autumn is, I'm, I'm trying to gently yeah. persuade her. <laughs> yeah. but I, I took my two and a half year old on one of the roller coasters that like they say, you know, as long as they can walk, you know, as when you're with an adult, it's fine. Yeah. And it's the first one I did actually was terrifying. It was like this metal box and it was just the, the, the scariest roller coaster I've ever been on because I thought we were going to, I thought she was going to go flying away. Oh no. And then we did it a couple of weeks ago. It was a much safer coaster. There was padding and uh, <laughs> she wanted to get on 
and she was terrified during it. She was just terrified. She's like grabbing onto me. But once we got off it, she's like, again? Oh, <laughs> like, I love next it. Next time, honey. Next right. time. <laughs> like, I need to breathe. <laughs> yeah, I can't take another one right now. <laughs> I love it. No, that's fun. We did, the last time we were there, we took Sloan on Rise of the Resistance. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that ride, that's like my favorite ride. It's really good. Like, I, words can't describe how awesome of a ride this is. Yeah. And so we took Sloan. She had just hit 40 inches. Uh -huh. And I'm nervous. Like, I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is like a big kid ride. Yeah, yeah. She loved it. Like, uh -huh. my husband had a hold of her, and she loved it. But the whole time, I'm thinking, oh, God, please don't fall out of this vehicle. <laughs> right. It's a whole new layer of thrill when yeah. you're concerned yeah. about your kid. <laughs> And then our goal is to like get her head control better so she can mm -hmm. ride Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Oh yeah, and I'm yeah. kind of like, if you want to take your time to you know, yeah. do that, I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> so we mentioned, you know, Muppets, and, yeah. and there's some things to like about it, and other things it being dated. So I think like Disney does some things really well, right? Yeah. What, what are some things that you appreciate about Disney that maybe you're not going to find in other parks? Um, so I go through stages of appreciating different things. I really appreciate like the hidden Mickeys and the different like hidden features that they put throughout, like the water going upwards at Epcot and oh, yeah. to remind you to like let your creativity run wild yeah. and like the Cinderella fountain where she's got the crown. But she's still in like you know regular clothes before she was a princess. Oh, I'm I'm not sure I'm familiar with that one, Katie. Where when where's that? So it's right behind the castle. It's in the back, and okay. it's to the left. And if you line it up just right, the crown is right behind. Like it'll fit on her head. Oh yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. And so, isn't it from like it's like this perfect? If you're look at it from the perspective of like a kid, right? Yes. Like a, oh, that's so cool. Yeah. yeah. So things like that I like, I, I, I truly do. And I feel like that they have something for everyone there. Mm -hmm. So with my child having multiple disabilities, I feel like she can be a child there. There's activities for her to do. Yeah. She can ride, even before she was 40 inches, like she could ride a lot of rides and still yeah. feel like we got our money's worth. Yeah. They had a thing, it was the Sorcerer's where they would go around and the windows yes. would change. She really loved that. But now they've said, I guess what's really replacing it is that the statues are gonna be interactive. Right, right, with so, the with the Magic Bland pluses, I think. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm excited to see how she'll do with that because she really liked that Sorcerer game. I was so sad to never have been able to try it. I do like things like that. Yeah, I think it was the Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom or something like that. Yeah, so. it was it was neat. And then you could trade cards. Like kids were coming up to her wanting to trade cards. So yeah. it was cool. Oh, like cool. they weren't scared of her disability. And yeah. so we, we got to trade cards with kids. And so it was even, you know, they took it even a step more of just yeah. uh, doing your magic band and activating the window. Right, there was an interactive between kids quality. I think that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I'm thinking with my daughter, you know, she's two and a half. So most of her life has been in pandemic and she's had oh, such yeah. limited opportunities to do that. So now whenever I see like another kid, I like, I kick her in that direction. I'm like, go, go, <laughs> talk to that one. <laughs> socialize. Yeah. And luckily she takes after her mother in that respect where she's very social. She'll yeah. say hi to anybody. But yeah, I think encouraging kids to talk to each other and, and right. activities that can do that. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, cause we all... We all have something different, so let our just you know let our difference be our superpower. You yeah. know, 
absolutely. Everybody, everybody's, no one's alike, so. I appreciate that sentiment, and I think that's a great way of looking at things. Yeah, we need more people to do that and, and stop putting stigma around, like, you know, ADHD or mm -hmm. autism. Let's yeah. let's stop putting people in boxes. Yeah. I worked with a kid. Um, uh, he was he was six or seven years old, and they, they were writing essays for school, and it was a persuasive essay. And a lot of the kids were writing about, you know, like we should have more recess time, or there should be candy at the cafeteria. <laughs> and he, this this guy was so perceptive. And this little kid was so perceptive. His letter to the principal, his persuasive essay, involved the the fire extinguishers. They they didn't all have um, correct wording. Some of it had worn off, oh. and he thought that it'd be important to get the labels replaced on all the fire extinguishers in the building. Oh God, I love it. <laughs> right? It's like that skill of being yeah. able to like find those small little things that I would just walk right by is going to be so valuable for him. You know, yeah. in the future. Yes, and that's the thing. Like it's you know find find your talent and. Mm -hmm. That's his, is, you know, to check out those details. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I wonder what he's doing now. We need, you need to do follow-up. Like, where are you I'd at? I'd love to. <laughs> he's probably, like, checking code for NASA. Who knows? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, how long have you been a Disney fan? Uh, probably my whole life. Uh, I remember going as, like, a small kid. Mm -hmm. uh, my grandparents had a condo in Winter Haven, so for oh. spring break every year, my birthday always kind of fell around spring break, so I got to go down there and go to Disney. Nice. And so I think that I've always had that love. Yeah. For Disney, and it kind of dwindled away for a few years, and then came back when... I just started taking my daughter. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, what what has changed for you before and after your daughter? What what changed about Disney for you? Experiencing it through her eyes, mm. basically, like here at home, like she's limited. You know, playgrounds aren't there's playgrounds that aren't accessible. She's limited on what she can do, and there there's limit. You know, there's really no limits on what she yeah. can do. Maybe a hike, but. <laughs> Right, right. She can be a kid. And I, I genuinely think like the Disney bubble is a thing. So yeah. we go and we don't have to worry about daughter's appointments. We don't have to worry about media. Like you don't listen yeah. to the news. You don't yeah. hear, you know, all of this stuff that's going on. So being in that bubble with her and letting her experience and just see it really has made me want to look more into Disney, I guess. Like yeah. that's when I started looking at like the hidden features of Disney, like the Hidden Mickeys or the creators of each ride, you yeah. know, how they have a little token on that ride, you yeah. know, looking for that. So I would definitely say, and then of course, you know, going to Disney as an adult without kids is mm -hmm. super fun. That's like, also fun. Yes. <laughs> I, mean, I, would, I tried to drink around the world the last time and made it about halfway through. Halfway through is not bad. <laughs> <laughs> Because I've met people who've made it all the way through and should have stopped oh it halfway. So yeah, <laughs> it's not easy being a world explorer, you know. No, it's not. <laughs> Nobody gets it. I, I've had practice, and it's still. <laughs> but no, too. And then I think that like we take a step back and kind of enjoy the hotels more. Like as a kid, I don't think I ever enjoyed like the resorts. Do you have a favorite hotel? You know, I'd always say Port Orleans was mine. Uh -huh. The French Quarter, not Riverside. Yeah. And then I stayed at Wilderness Lodge. Yeah. And it ruined me. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about Wilderness Lodge. Oh my gosh. We had a view of 
the lake. So we got to see the electrical parade or the, yeah. the nighttime parade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not the electrical parade that's at Disneyland, but it's the I'm cascade. Blanking. Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm blinking on the name of yeah. it too, the, the floating one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that was cool. And then just like just being on our balcony and hearing like the water and the trees. And I mean, it was really like you were you know camping but you're in a hotel it was yeah the shampoo's better (laughs) (laughs) it's surrounded by like pine trees right like it kind of gives you like a yes like you're going to camp yeah yeah Yeah. like you're about to go to like summer camp and i don't feel like i when we were sitting on our balcony like i i didn't feel like i could hear my neighbors they were Mm -hmm. sitting outside Mm -hmm. and they didn't have to see us so if i wanted to wear my pjs out there Yep. You could. Cool. So that was that was pretty good. And then, you know, Port Orleans though. I know. That's <laughs> So I've I've only stayed on site once, right? And okay. we did a split stay between All Star okay. and Port Orleans French Quarter. Yeah. And so I mean that was beautiful. We loved that so much. That was Autumn's first experience in Disney World and my first experience staying on site. And yeah, it's a beautiful place. Yeah. And you stayed at where before Pop? It was, yeah, we were not, not even pop. It was an all-star. <laughs> well, was, all-star, sorry. You know, it was like, it okay. was, for me, like, I'll sleep anywhere. I will yeah. sleep in a $20 hotel with oh roaches. I'm fine. I'm easy. She, and this isn't that, uh, Disney, this, this is not that. Yeah. This is like a very nice motel right. kind of, situa- kind of yeah. situation. We obviously, yeah, definitely preferred Port Orleans <laughs> French Quarter. And I'm planning now, like, uh, a trip that, you know, maybe a 20% chance of happening now. Yeah, uh, and what I'm looking at actually is Wilderness Lodge. So to hear you say that, I'm like, yes. <laughs> we we enjoyed it. My it was me and my mom. We mm-hmm. went, and it was gosh, just in March, and enjoyed it. Like I did not want to leave. I was like, can we please? I even went down. I was like, can I stay overnight, please? And they were like, no, we're full. But they have a scavenger hunt. They had like you go in, and there's a, a fireplace. You'll have to go up to the second floor. There's a better fire fireplace there. It's okay. kind of like hidden, and so yeah. check that one out. Is it like? I guess I was actually I was listening to another podcast just the other day. It was um, the WDW Radio, and they were, they were talking about the Wilderness Lodge. Do you ever listen to that one, Katie? I do. Yeah. I have. I haven't. I'm not caught up on that one yet. They just did an episode on Wilderness Lodge, and he was talking about a room. I like kind of like a hideaway room. I was it the yeah. key, not the key lounge or the the golden spike, something like that. I, I, I don't know. I'll edit it in. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> he said it's it's secluded. There's a really nice fireplace. Yes. It's second floor, and it's like if you come in, it would be right above you. Mm. Like you walk in. So I'm looking forward. Whether we stay there or not, I'm definitely going to explore it. Oh yeah, yeah. that's the fun. We did that once. Um, so my daughter's going to have a Make-A-Wish trip. Okay. And so we were like, let's explore and see mm-hmm. what hotels, you know, if we do a Make-A-Wish trip here, yeah. which ones? And like, we had checked out the Poly and, you know, of course. And, <laughs> and, and We'll check it out. I mean. Yeah, we'll... you know. <laughs> but honestly, I feel like the Poly wouldn't be good for her. Like, I no. just, it was too crowded for a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. Just the hallways were just too cramped. And there's so many people were just staying there to where like Wilderness Lodge, like I probably passed yep. a handful of people. Yeah. So, and the same with French Quarter. I felt, I've always felt like, you know, Port Orleans has never been like elbow to elbow. 
Yeah, when we stayed there, it was it was very relaxed. Yeah. It was very relaxed. Maybe I just went at the wrong time, but <laughs> sorry for all you <laughs> poly people. <laughs> but well, it's an it's an older it's an older hotel, right? Mm-hmm. And I think they've definitely gotten bigger and wider. And I know there's been refurbishments too, but yeah, uh, there's definitely something to be said about buildings built before you know the late '80s, or yeah. in terms of accessibility. That is true. All right, so I've got some questions here for you. I got some okay. really. Now we got to get to the real important stuff. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd like to play a game. Okay. Uh, let's call it. Well, oh, I had a name for it, Katie, and it completely oh, yeah. escaped me. <laughs> It'll hit you as soon as you start talking. So this game, I don't have a name for it, or okay. maybe I'll edit one in later. There you but go. Basically, we're going to go to each one of the parks, and what okay. I'd like for you to do is pick one ride that needs to be preserved forever in perpetuity. No one can touch okay. this ride. Okay. And then another ride that needs to be bulldozed immediately, and you have to pick one of each. Oh my so, gosh. I feel like I need a map for this. <laughs> Probably a map spot nearby. <laughs> Hold on. Um, okay. What All park right. would you like to start in? Uh, let me get some maps here. <laughs> I love this is the benefit of being of interviewing a travel planner is you have maps on your desk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's start with Hollywood Studios. And let me tell you, Hollywood Studios, I never had a love for it mm-hmm. just because I always, like, it wasn't really a park for Sloan. Like, she mm-hmm. couldn't ride some of the rides. We were there opening day for the Runaway Railroad. Rail- yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a short park for us. And going back this last year and really experiencing it, first by myself and then, then with her, mm-hmm. it really, like, it's my new favorite park <laughs> really all right okay like i checked out uh 50s primetime yeah, yeah, cafe yeah. and did the peanut butter and jelly milkshake and <laughs> you know and that i ate my way around there yeah that's like i have to go back <laughs> i crave it okay so what would i say okay rise of the resistance because that's my favorite ride okay so we're gonna uh it, it's permanent rise of the resistance yes. rise of the resistance goes nowhere yes it can't. Um, and then, okay, I hate to say this. Is Star uh, Wars Tours still a thing? Is it yeah. still there? I feel <laughs> like that just needs to go. It's been there too long. Oh, no. Can we bring something else back? Like, All right, it's your call. We're going to bulldoze it. <laughs> yeah. <that's- laughs> I'm probably gonna get a lot of hate for that yeah, one. Yeah, we might get we might get canceled. <laughs> Sorry. I'll tell you though, in terms of nausea, it's I have like screen sensitivities, and that one's not yeah. as bad as like Body Wars was, but that one towards the end of it, I yeah. usually have to check out. Yeah, yeah. I just you know what was the back lot? Wasn't that that was one a few years ago? That yeah. was a good ride. Like, yeah, there's a couple things I, I, I miss. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. All right, which park are we going okay. to next? Let's do Animal Kingdom. All right, Animal Kingdom. Okay, it's a toughie because I like Avatar. That's about as roller coastery as I get. Which with the flight of passage? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The ups and downs, like I get kind of nervous, and then knowing that you're like however high up and there's yeah. a big screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I would keep the Safari. I definitely, I think that's always a must do for us. So let's keep the Safari reasonable i mean it's That's big yeah, right? you could do it. yeah that if you had to bulldoze it that it would take a lot of gas and you would lose a lot too. <laughs> so. right 
And I feel like you can do that at any time of the day and see something new each time. So, okay. All right. I feel like we need to do, what is it, the Triceratops spin? Didn't that? The Dumbo rod? Yeah. Oh, right. Is that being taken away? No, it was the roller coaster over there that, that got taken away, right? That one got torn down. Oh, is it? I knew they were doing something in Dino Land. Because I think you're 100% right. We should get rid of this if it hasn't already been gotten rid of. Yeah. <laughs> Good. I'm not going to make any more people mad at me. Oh. Yeah, let's get rid of it. I'm with you on this one. Bulldoze it. Okay. We okay. don't need this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we've done some demolition in both Hollywood Studios and Animal Kingdom. Where are we <laughs> heading next? Let's do Epcot. All right. The one that you want to preserve in perpetuity forever. I have to say Frozen. I don't know why. Uh It's, you know, I thought about the seas with Nemo because that's cool. But I think that going back to my daughter, I was, she loves Frozen. And I was the most excited to ride that ride with her. Yeah. So there we go. Nostalgia. I have to keep it. Uh, is that movie like on repeat at the house? Yeah. Yeah, got it. She's obsessed with Olaf. And, you know, um, she has a communication device. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh, what's his name? I reached out to him that uh, does Olaf. Um, oh, uh, Josh Gad? Is it Josh Gad? Yes, yes. Yeah. So I reached out to him to do, and he never replied back to me. Come on, Josh Gad. I know and, you listen uh, to this podcast. Get back to Katie. Do. Get back to us. <laughs> so you can be on her communication device. <laughs> I did it through Instagram. I messaged him, and I guess I probably got put in spam mail. That happens, yeah. yeah. Instagram. Yep. I have so many followers and people that spam me. That's, you know, happens to me too. <laughs> okay. Which one are we going to demolition? Yeah, we got to get the cranes, we got to get the the TNT explosives, and we're just, we're blowing this one up. It's never coming back. I'm going to get a lot of hate for this. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to make a lot of people mad at me. Uh Uh-oh. I I say let's do Soren. Soren, wow. That's a surprise. I just, I don't know. I've never just been a fan of it. Yeah. Is it the height thing or? Maybe. Yeah. It could be. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, I just rode, you know. Flight of Passage over here. It was better. Mm-hmm. And now mm-hmm. we have, let's... No, I... I so, Soren is one of those, I, in terms of, like, underrated, overrated, I always thought it was a little overrated. Yeah. And for me, it's it's the screen. It's the lensing. Like, Maybe that's, yeah. The Eiffel Tower bends? Like, how is... You're totally <laughs> taking me out of this. I know for a fact the Eiffel Tower does not bend like at that <laughs> angle, you know? So, I mean, if you were to bulldoze that, I wouldn't, I wouldn't okay. get mad at you. If we okay. had to bulldoze one, I mean... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now I've noticed. Like test track and all of that, like that's all like, like those all should stay. So I'm going to, yes, I'm sticking with Soren. Yeah. I, it's, I don't think it's bad. I might personally, okay. I think I have like a very special antith- antipathy. I don't like mission space. I thought I was, and I think it's because I thought I was going to like it, Yeah. but I just didn't like it. Is that the one where you're in the like seat by yourself? So small. It's, it's cramped. Oh, I'm, I'm six for one. So it's, it's a little too small and... So I noticed here that you've saved Magic Kingdom for last. I did, because this is going to be hard. Yeah, but bulldozing something in Magic Kingdom, that's going to be tough. Uh, So let's start with what you're going to preserve forever. Hmm. See, that one's a toughie, too. Because there's a lot, too, right? All right, Haunted Mansion. I just have to keep it. Like, I think I would cry if Haunted Mansion ever left me. Yeah. Is that that your favorite uh, attraction at the kingdom? 
It is. So I'm one of the weirdos that like rope drops <laughs> on mansion. Goof ropes drops on mansion. So I think that was number three on my itinerary uh, when I went last time okay. I went to Disneyland. I Good. think that's a great option to start with. Um, and I'll tell you, I don't know if this is the true when, for when you've gone, but the people who rope drop Haunted Mansion are the people you want to be in the stretching room with on Haunted Mansion. Oh. It's like, these are Haunted Mansion crew. Like, these people oh, yeah. are dedicated Haunted Mansion fans, and that's who I want to ride with. So. Yes. <laughs> that is true. I'm always, like, filming it, and, you know, the, you can see the guy hanging, like, yes. at, the, at the top and, and stuff. So I guess that it is true, because I do always find something different. And it's either because somebody's pointing it out or mm-hmm. something fun. So, yes, I, uh, I, I rope drop <laughs> on adventure. I respect that. I respect <laughs> that. And then bulldozing. Yeah, you got to do it. People, you're going to have more people mad at me. <laughs> well, All we're going to make sure they have your email so they can send the, yeah. the, the mail to you. <laughs> oh my goodness so all right i'm gonna do it tom sawyer island oh and the, i'm doing it because it is not handicap accessible it is not ada at all yeah no. all right so that I'm was with easy. you on that okay. one that was easier oh than I <laughs> <laughs> yeah a little nervous <laughs> and and just think if we were to bulldoze that like how yeah. many different attractions you could fit there I you mean, know. Bring back Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Boom, put it there. Right? Like, <laughs> Snow White has that, that ride in Disneyland. Yeah. Um, with the evil queen. Like, yeah. Can we have that. Yeah. I, it could be an extension of Fantasyland. That would be great. Yeah. Over. All right. Over well. <laughs> yeah, I guess not. This was easier than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. <laughs> See you yeah. later, Tom Sawyer Island. <laughs> I really don't like you. <laughs> well, Katie. Thank you so much for talking to me today. I've had so much fun. Yes. Um, So uh, we talked about, you know, you're a travel planner. If people out there listening wanted to get in touch with you to help plan their vacation, how could they do that? So I'm on Instagram so that you can find me on Instagram and just send me a message. Um, It's Katie underscore unlocking underscore the underscore magic. Okay. I'm going to put all those underscores in. (laughs) And then, or Facebook, it's just Katie Unlocking the Magic Travel. And just shoot me a message and and I will respond right away to you. So I would love to help. We also have a group. So I just started a group and it's yes. Unlocking Special Needs Travel. On Facebook. So, yes. Unlocking Special Needs Travel on Facebook. Yeah. Join that if you all have any questions and you know need need some help it's not just me answering it's i think we're up to 566 people in the group so katie i love that group it's it's a great group it's just people helping each other out it's awesome yes and that's who we are so join it and then you'll be part of the club forever absolutely and i'm going to put all those in the show notes too so uh if uh, if you're listening and you're driving and you didn't get a chance to write that down just check the show notes all those will be there Perfect. So Katie, once again, thank you so much for coming on and talking. It's been a real pleasure. Yes, thank you so much. Take care. All right.
All right, everybody, I hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure you check out Katie on her Facebook page or Instagram page posted in the show notes below. Hey, you can also check out the visual story that we talked about. That's on easydizit.com. It's a nifty visual story to, to help kids understand they can't get everything they want in the parks and, and gives you some ideas of how to practice that skill before you go ahead and head to Disney World. So check out Katie and check out Easy Dizit on Instagram too. We put some reels up this week. Uh, some interesting stuff. Check it out. Tell me what you think. All right. Until next time, easy does it. Dizzit.